This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap with me, Dipanjana Pal and Rajeshri Sem. Today is a very special episode. Mm. One, because Rajeshri is exploding <laughs> with laughter for no reason whatsoever. So expect hysterical giggles, <laughs> no, the little no. gasps. It's a very serious podcast, please don't Yeah, so that's one. The other part is that this week's podcast is both recorded and produced by Karthik. Usually Anilji sits and records the podcast, but today Karthik is doing both, which because means he's expanding his skill set. That's true. Widening horizons, yeah. expanding his skill set. Thank you, Karthik. He's also talking to himself as a result. <laughs> We, on the other hand, are going to talk to you about very, very funky things that have been yes. happening in the world of entertainment. Because let's face it, this is when all the fun stuff comes out from Bollywood, hmm. and so we have seen Ranveer Singh's bum as a result in a an effort. Little bit only. The whole bum was no, visible. No, but quickly. Like if you'd blinked at that time, it was gone. Exactly what we think of that and other parts. We will tell you. We're also going to tell you about the new trailer that's been released for the remake of Mani Ratnam's OK Kanmani. OK Janu. I feel the need. <laughs> for that's some. the name of the film. Just in case people think that's what I call the Pandora. Affectionately. <laughs> We've also got SRK's new ad, which in which he invites you to go to Dubai. There's a trailer for a new show that's starting later this week, which looks really interesting. It's called The Trip. A little bit about India's favorite. Favorite jewel fascination, Kohinoor, because there's a new book on it that's been written and uh, by William Dalrymple and Anita Anand. And finally, we take a trip to La La Land. But first, it's to Paris. Hi, I'm Shaira, Paris' ki best tour guide. Har Indian who comes to my tour, asks me, does he get a drink with tea or does he get a drink with tea? मैंने अपने आप को पूरा फ्रेंच बना दिया फ्रेंच किस कर लिया ब्लडी स्टेक खा लिया आई इवन लर्न टू अप्रिशिएट आर्ट पर ये बगैट सो दिस फ्राइडे बेफिक्रे स्टारिंग रणवीर सिंह एंड वानी कपूर directed by Aditya Chopra was released now Befikre was going to be the great golden hope of bollywood in a year of reasonably bad yeah, commercial uh, runs so aditya chopra had made the uh, new age romance film which was dilwale dulhaniya le jayenge way back in 1995 21 years 21 ago 21 years ago but that was like pretty much revolutionary because we had not seen a romance like that with youngsters who are traveling on uh, what euro rail oh she was on the euro rail and they live in america and they stay no, in, in oh, england in england they, uh, they are traveling through uh, paris they did she went to paris where switzerland they switzerland actually well they go they through ran, they go yeah. through europe and then they come back to india to the heart of punjab and have a shaadi in punjab so he had put the entire mix together and idhar wale dulhaniya le jayenge for all its uh, quirks is a film worth watching it's very sweet yeah it's very sweet and it's it had, ridiculous yeah. but it's very sweet and it really tapped into something that bollywood hadn't realized until aditya chopra Hmm. figured it out which is that there is an nri audience yeah so befikre kind of is the next step with that so instead of targeting an nri audience though 
it's the nri being served up to india yeah so vani kapoor's character is brought up in paris yeah she considers herself I french i think she's born also because she says they say that so even i had got confused because they are from bhatinda i think they say uh, the her parents are from bhatinda and they are chefs they are chef restaurateurs in uh, Paris. Paris they have an Indian restaurant there and uh, they say that oh because you've always been here you've never appreciated anything and she also tells him when she meets him that I'm French yes. I'm not uh, in I'm not Indian by as a nationality right and uh, but he is Indian he's from Delhi he is uh, Dharam Dharam Gulati yes. it doesn't get better than that and he to me is the worst both of them hmm. are the worst embodiment uh, the embodiment of the worst kind of indian abroad did you enjoy the film no why did you not enjoy the film so i felt it was uh, first this sort of uh, theory that a modern romance therefore means that all you do is have copious sex without any strings tight so it was a lot like uh, what was that film with mila kunis uh, friends with benefits. benefits so but it didn't have mila kunis and ashton kutcher so it's justin timberlake that you did another one with uh, ashton kutcher again with the same name. so the film is about two people who meet two youngsters relatively in the sense they seem 26 27 years old and they meet each other and they really get hot and heavy and then they decide that because she has a job which keeps her busy during the day she's a tour guide and he is a stand up comic indian stand up comic performing hindi stand up comedy in his friend's new indian performance uh whatever space and he can afford an apartment a room in that apartment and then an apartment in paris which most people who have been working for a decade in paris and a normal job would not be able to afford but then that is aditya chopra's understanding of uh, life <laughs> but the thing is like you said nobody goes to a yrf film expecting yeah, realism reality. So fair enough. What I didn't understand was why this had to be a stand-up comic because that was not filtering into the story at all. At all, right? Um, he's not funny to begin with. He yeah. tries entirely too hard, which is true of a lot of comedians off stage mm. because they're constantly trying to get punchlines, but they're usually better at it than yeah. he was. But my fundamental problem with this story was that it completely lacked heart. That's what you didn't Okay, see you don't anyway many of these films you don't end up caring for any of the characters. But the characters did not make sense. They also didn't get into why. So the film starts with them already living together and they are breaking up and then it does this time travel where it goes back and forward and back and forward like that. But one they don't get into why they broke up because their sleep patterns weren't yeah. matching and crap yeah, like that because that's a good enough reason as so any. the understanding if this is the understanding of young people it's um, worrying i had written this in my review as mm. well that i was very curious to know what the box office collections of befikre would be like because um there was a lot of anticipation for this film and it's targeted at a young mm. lot presumably in a young population like india's if it was not appealing at some level then this is not a film that would do well now while befikre's box office collection is not amazing it's steady it's steady that's it's what it's steady it's thinking. done well and the reason why that is interesting to me is that i don't think these 
audiences that are going there are saying that oh yeah this is how we this is how our relationships work that you know we just mm. constantly make out without any rhyme or reason but what this what this sort of attitude conveys is that pushing at boundaries is mm. that sort of pushing at restraints there's a eagerness to to shock in a way that is going to break down certain conventions and i think that's what has appealed to audiences okay, so i don't think it's about accurate representation but quite to the contrary what's the what is the subliminal message in many ways of saying that come we're going to have sex publicly which is essentially what they do yeah, pretty much everywhere pretty much the, so the film just in case you're wondering what it's about they get together they start living together they break up and then they become friends they become really good friends and uh, she finally meets someone who so Ranveer Singh keeps bonking various women and she meets this guy who I really like the investment banker so the investment banker in the film his the character's name is Ane Ane yeah which I didn't understand but even then so I personally found that the film improved significantly after intermission when they were yeah, friends yeah it did and uh and because you actually got a sense of why they're attracted to each other what they're doing for no, each and other the friendship seemed uh, relatively Credible. normal i also liked the way i really liked the way the parents were shown and especially how the parents were as in her parents we don't see his parents were uh, dealt with the breakup because like most relationships in which we see around us nowadays when you're going out with someone that person is in your house yeah. and is very much part of the family and also when they break up i like the fact that she looked at her mother and she said you are to delete his number from your phone and you are to remove him from your facebook friends list so i can imagine saying this i've done this i think that was all. one of the few moments of observation yeah, that were actually yeah and you like you'll say things like stop taking his call and stop being so nice why are you being so nice and also those there were some little uh sort of details which were nice but then she basically after they become friends vani kapoor falls in love with this uh, not falls in love but she meets this investment banker who is the best advertisement for investment bankers as i wrote <laughs> because no investment banker i have ever met or anyone has ever met is such fun and so relaxed no, no. And <laughs> they can be cute she said from personal <laughs> yeah. experience no, so, but no no so the, this so guy i liked his character he was, was normal and it was surprising that yeah. was the only moment of surprise in the entire yeah. film because obviously there's no suspense about how befikri was going to yeah. end let's be fair huh. um but this character of anay played by a young upcoming actor called arman ralhan um he's fun he's and fun he's you, cute looking and you do scared. root for him yeah so you know what's sad when you said that thing about uh, that we all know how it will end because we do know how a hindi romantic comedy will end it was sort of similar in my best friend's wedding when uh Rupert Everett is yeah they're giving her support Julia Roberts support and she's trying to break up this guy's wedding but at the end she's with Rupert Everett who is her gay friend mm-hmm. and it's all she's quite sad in a way that uh, the chap she likes has got married to someone else but that is normal and that's real but that would most probably not work in with an indian audience but the film for all it was touted to be 
was there was zero chemistry between Ranveer Singh and Vani Kapoor when they are making out. You're like, oof. Honestly, if I didn't have to review the film, I would have walked out. Yeah, yeah. So that's what same with me. And of course, uh, I did stand. No, I should have stood up, but I didn't when the anthem played before. That oh. would have made me walk out, maybe. But I kept. Let's sitting. not get into why this is what came to my mind when you said anthem. But tell me what you felt about Ranveer Singh's bum. I was hardly there in one second. What if I had looked away just at that second? But It's there for barely a second, but he has a nice ass. Indeed. All or, of which is bad. Or as Vani Kapoor says, "Palatne nahi wale." Palatne ka wahi to nineties mein karte the log. I was just checking out his ass. Speaking of stand-up comedians, they're clearly the flavor of December mm. because the Viral Fever's new web series. Called humorously yours is about being a stand-up comic. Yeah, so I watched it, and I the first episode is only out, and it stars uh, Vipul Goel playing Vipul Goel, and he is so he's a stand-up comic who's been around for a while, but he hasn't made it big in this uh, in this series, and he is married to Rasika Dugal. Dugal. Who has a normal job? She's not a stand-up comic, and it's about him uh, trying to make it big. And there are these other stand-up comics who have managers, and they are going to perform in Dubai and all. He hasn't even been invited to the Dubai. Uh, this I think it's an event where all of them are going to be performing. So what I liked about it was that. Uh, I felt the depiction was correct of how you'll have this one useless friend you take along whenever you're doing anything, even when you're acting in films. You'll say you at least come for the film because you training. need a cheerleader. Yeah, and usually the friend can be quite a dampener, but like you're stuck with this. So he has this friend who goes along with him for his shows and who's supposed to take his pictures while he's performing. The friend forgets and so on. So I thought that was a nice uh, touch. I like Rasika's character. Hmm. I like that equation basically between husband and wife that they show in, uh, because it's it's like you can make out there's a certain level of fondness for each other, but it's not soppy kind not of fondness. Not at all. Thank yeah. God. And I like the so he meets someone. Vipul Goel meets someone who offers to be his manager. That hmm. is what the first episode is about. And in the beginning, I thought the manager was sort of uh, tailored on Vijay Nair. He did look a bit like now. Then they, of course, show that the manager is uh, stealing his money. So I thought naturally, it can't be I don't think so. <laughs> so. I think he's done loads yeah, of good for stand-up comedians. I, you didn't like it, so um, I found it a little boring. I have to say, um, maybe because I just have higher standards yeah. for comedy. Um, having known a few uh, stand-up comedians, good ones. Well, For me, what happened was that I like the tone with which it started. That it's restrained. It's not going for the uh, raucous slapstick comedy. But what I found lacking was a certain amount of energy. Like I didn't quite know so didn't why I should care bit. about him. Why I should? I didn't get why I should care about this particular character for a long time in that episode. It's also a long episode. It's thirty it minutes. 
and technically 30 minutes is not such a long time right yeah. but the the problem in some ways with a web series is that you don't have advertisements with which to break something up and consequently what you desperately need is for it to be tight now this uh, film has been written by amit golani anand singh anandeshwar dwivedi and vipul goel himself loads of writers mm. you have arunab kumar of the viral fever yeah. who's part of their uh, sort of creative mm. thing i guess he's also the producer and it's been directed by amit golani again like there's so much um so many minds come together and yet you can't give me a character that i care about straight off that's yeah. a problem for me um that said i wish there was stuff like this on tv because yeah it would be good to know how TV audiences appreciate this stuff or not i think it would work really well on tv yeah but i still think i think it's worth watching because uh, it's better than some of the online stuff that has been because i keep seeing like one series is starting sure, or the other sure. and it's definitely better than the rest so maybe it will pick up it to me it held a certain amount of promise but uh, because but it's also actually worth keeping in mind that tvf mm-hmm. or the viral fever have produced very good web content permanent roommates was very good yeah uh, they've they've got a storytelling uh, style and they know how to even Keep that tripling going. the tripling was also quite yeah. good so yes there is reason for hope but i have to say i wasn't totally sold on episode 1 like if i would not watch episode 2 just for the joy of it so there's a new trailer out and it's uh, like it was promoted and promoted on twitter it wasn't stopping there were reviews about it also which is for okay janu which has been produced by mani ratnam and karan johar the reason why we're seeing mani ratnam's names hmm. uh, name being associated with okay janu is because okay janu is the hindi remake of mani ratnam's 2015 film okay kanmani and it's basically about what i got from the trailer at least is uh, it stars aditya roy kapoor and shraddha kapoor and it's about a couple who is uh, very young they are like 20 or 21 because they are talking about going abroad to study no, so maybe you can do that for their postgraduate no, no, education as well but like they were like they are very young they yes. are very young and they decide that they they are basically in love and they tell their uh, families that they are going to live together therefore because after that both of them are going to different cities to study different cities abroad to study and it's about their living relationship that they have in bombay nasiruddin shah plays uh, one landlord and leela samson pay- plays the other land like she's the landlady and this film is directed by shad ali yes. who had made one very good film which i had liked the one with rani mukherjee and Satya. vivek oberoi sathya which was at least at that time when i had watched it i had really enjoyed it after that he has not made such good stuff and uh, it's this also holds a little bit of promise because gulzar is the dialogue writer rehman has composed like they've got a nice group of people working on this also the tamil original hmm. um was was quite charming it has to be said okay uh, i quite liked it it did fall apart in certain points mm. but by and large in the tamil original you had dulkar salman playing aditya mm. roy kapoor's role and nitya menon, menon. playing ah. um shraddha's role nitya menon was absolutely luminous and dulkar isn't bad either mm. but um it meandered a little bit 
and uh, there's a certain kind of bias that shows up towards True. being immature being a good thing oh which is an interesting kind of point of view because it's it's something that actually i'm not going to give it away yeah don't because for those who haven't seen the tamil original uh, this will be completely new um so here's the thing i mean these two aditya roy kapoor and shraddha are a hit pair as it yeah. were uh, aditya roy kapoor's big break was actually with ashiki 2 mm. which he did with shraddha and no one expected that film to make even its production budget yeah, but it well went it on to make 100 crores so that was like a wake up call for entire bollywood that oh my god look it works even when there isn't any um name associated mm. with the film uh that said i have zero hopes for this film i just found it like it did nothing for me the trailer also, the trailer is also an exact remake of the tamil trailer the song which may be no which may be a good thing that they have not tried to reinvent the wheel but it just i don't know maybe i don't particularly care for shraddha kapoor so but, that but sample this sample this जो there's a, what is in the clip is the point at which shraddha turns around to aditya kapoor and says we, is this pap because we're having sex and yeah, he, he turns says, around and says we need bar, to have bar. it four times more yeah. than it won't be pap who talks like that that's what the conversation but that is a problem so i was going to say this in fact that uh, gulzar while having scripted fabulous scripts the scripts he's written and his dialogues earlier even in mirza i felt this that the conversation between a couple is we don't talk forget we no one i know talks like that has that kind of conversation so i i felt that came in over here as well so yeah exactly what you said about gulzar and i can't help but remember somebody like diablo cody hmm. coming in with juno yeah. and making everyone sit up because of the freshness of the writing and the fact is when you're young and you're connected with the youth you, know. you will just be able to pick up exactly. the crackle of language much better than when you're older and it doesn't have anything to do with your basic innate ability with words i have no doubts about that so far as gulzar is concerned no, which obviously which is why his lyrics are beautiful still so beautiful it's just that that normal connect, uh, conversation that the banter that you would have is doesn't sound true to life as we know we it we speak it yeah speaking of fantasies it does not get more fantastical than apparently you know sitting at a restaurant in dubai and hmm. you know ordering a meal cuz that's what you do in a restaurant yeah. and you look up and who should be serving it to you but sharukh khan anything is possible in, in dubai yeah in sharukh khan's dubai so sharukh khan has made an ad for dubai tourism 
which is called uh, This Is My Dubai. Hashtag Be My Guest. And uh, it's quite a cool ad actually in the sense that if this is what I'm going to get in Dubai, I will go visit Sold. because honestly, why would you holiday in Dubai? Unless you're <laughs> like, why would you? It's such a horribly plastic. In the age place. of demonetization, don't holiday anywhere. Don't actually. holiday anywhere. Yeah, but this ad, please watch it because it is Shahrukh Khan who has gone from West Bengal selling West Bengal tourism. He is now selling Dubai tourism. He owns large pieces, large expensive pieces of Dubai, also as we know. But he, the ad is about him walking to a market. There are people buying things. He walks up to them. He uh, serves you food in a uh, this thing in a restaurant. He cooks your food in another in the same restaurant. Same restaurant. That part is a bit worrying. Yeah. What I loved about the ad, quite honestly, is that it seems like they did punk actual visitors. Yeah. So, so if they are actors, what a good job. If they are actors, they all need to be employed by the film industry immediately. Yeah. because those reactions are gold and I know women and people who if Shah Rukh Khan came to their table to I like how you mean them. women are not people but women do go on I, I live in Delhi so that sort of seeped into me this kind of thinking so uh, I liked her reaction so there's this table full of people and her child is sitting there at the table and she looks up and it's Shah Rukh Khan has served her food and she that woman just puts her arms out and he says, yes, you can kiss me. And she gives him a kiss on his cheek because I know people like that who would like, they can't control themselves when they see Or Shah that Khan. woman who's uh, jogging yeah. and she turns and sees Shah Rukh Khan jogging alongside her and stumbles <laughs> because she just doesn't know what happened. No, so it's a nicely made ad. It builds on his sense of humor and sort of being self-deprecating. And, and looking very hot. Yeah, so it's sad that Shah Rukh Khan once again proves that horrible. It is almost a truth now that men just age better. They look good with these wrinkles and their grey hair and their sort of world weariness. And women don't look as good. It's very sad. We are looking but, absolutely devastated yeah. right now. You and me with our wrinkles yeah, and grey right. hair. But watch the ad. It's a, it's a nice one. Super fun. I have to tell you, Miss Sen, I was not at all interested in Salman Khan's appearance on Karan Johar's Coffee with Karan. And then you wrote that damned article and I was like, shucks, I wish I'd seen him being a gentleman. He was the epitome of being a gentleman. Okay, first, you before You even that, said that he was witty. He was witty. So for a while now, we have been told that uh, Salman Khan will be appearing on Coffee with Karan. But we were also told that he is going to be, this is in news reports and in the entertainment supplements and so on, that he will be appearing with Katrina Kaif. Right. But when you saw the promo, there was no Katrina Kaif. There was Sohail Khan and Arbaz Khan. Easily mistaken. Yeah. Easily for mistaken for Katrina Kaif. So the show had the three brothers. Who we were told before the show was actually aired that they share an underwear. No, they share many underwears, but they don't share. So Sohail and Salman share underwear, but not Arbaz because Arbaz's underwear is too large for them. And then they all three giggled and said, because you should take it as a compliment, Arbaz. So he took it as a compliment, I think. But the 
Tell Salman me that's Khan. not what was the witty part of that no, show. No, no, so Salman Khan was very well-mannered. He did not have his accent. He uh, was self-deprecating. He said that he does not discuss the women in his life and he will not comment whether he's having a relationship or not. Although he said that I am in transit and my luggage is because that Iulia, whatever her name is, has visa problems happening. So that was his subtle way of. And it's so nice when men talk about their ex-girlfriends with love and, and appreciation so anything you asked him he said Katrina Kaif is the best so sweet. even if she wasn't on the list he said Katrina Kaif is top so the brothers also he was very disappointed when Suhail Khan was asked to rate the actresses and Katrina was on the list and Suhail said she's the last in acting talent so Salman just gave him a look so he said this is why it was asked to me and not to you <laughs> and it was quite they were and they were talking about how all his relationships, all the girlfriends have been part of the family. And just because they've broken up, that doesn't mean that the family cuts off connection. So it was, they were very mature. And uh, they net, were funny. Net, net, net. Are you now a Salman Khan fan? No, I'll kill myself before that. Or oh, if I'm on a Bombay road, he'll kill me. But there was no mention of black bugs. There was no mention of... Uh, Cases, nothing. So that was obviously decided beforehand that nothing negative will be spoken about as such. Hey, if Sonia Gandhi can do it, so can Salman Khan. If there is one thing that mm. we can definitively claim as an Indian obsession, yeah, then it is the Kohinoor diamond. This is true. Everybody has heard of it. Mm. Even if we don't exactly know what it looks like anymore. I saw. You saw? I went and saw the In diamond. the Tower of London. Yeah. I like how you said you saw like it's just hanging around. <laughs> when my mother took it out of the cupboard the other day. Huh. Your demonetization yeah. was. <laughs> anyway, um, so there is a new book that maps the history of the Kohinoor diamond that's been published by Jagannath and is written by William Dalrymple and Anita Anand. Yeah. The brutal uh, history. Indeed. Um, now... It is a brutal history mm. because a lot of blood has been spilt for the Kohinoor and in the process of acquiring the Kohinoor in different times in history. The way the book is organized is that uh, William Dalrymple has written the first part, mm. which basically tells you about uh, the Kohinoor from basically Garuda Puran all the way till it left India okay. uh, with uh, Dulip Singh handing it over to the British. Mm. Right? And then... From that point till the present is what Anita Anand has written. Uh, for those who are fans of William Dalrymple, this sounds like a dream because, you know, he kind of, he yeah, does a he great job weave of weaving in mm. different narratives. Unfortunately, if you're also a fan of William Dalrymple, then you'll realize that you're rereading a book almost. Mm. Um, his One of his recent books was uh, Return of a King, The Battle for Afghanistan. Mm which is superb, by the way, a lot of what you read in Kohinoor is, is there. there. Because um, because that's where the, the stone ended up going hmm. to. The book Return of a King is about the great game for hmm. Afghanistan. And so all of these players show up quite a lot over yeah. there. Now, what is also a little bit disappointing, I have to say, is that uh, as the authors make very clear in the introduction itself... There just isn't enough known about yeah. the history of the Kohinoor. But what they do manage to do very well is show the kind of fascination this diamond 
held over people. And it is curious because it's not the largest diamond that has been also, circulated. Also, it's not the most sparkling. Like when you see it, it's a dull diamond. Like you can't understand what the craze is. I think this is also because it was put in the crown, right? That was, and at that point, the British Empire was pretty much the empire. So that is what made people aware of what the Kohinoor was because the queen was sitting with it in her head. I think the mythologizing actually began with Ranjit Singh mm-hmm. because Ranjit Singh of Punjab, legendary king. But the reason why he's relevant to the Kohinoor is that A, he secured it back from mm-hmm. um, the last Mughal yeah. in that sense. Not the last, last Mughal, but the Mm. Mughal uh, emperor of that time. But he wore it as an armband. Ranjit Singh Mm. wore it as an armband. And wherever he went out in public, he showed the Kohinoor. So in a sense, that mythologizing began with Mm. him. And it took on such huge proportions as the British sort of essentially harangued a 10-year-old Dilip Singh, who was without his mother. His mother had been imprisoned by the British, Mm. once again, helpful chaps, those. Um, his father had was dead. This 10-year-old boy had to resist the British pressure to hand over all that he had inherited yeah. to the British crown. Obviously, he didn't last out for very long. The Kohinoor is among the things that mm. he gave away. Now, Anita Anand has this gift of being able to piece together a portrait with very little information. I think for someone who doesn't necessarily know the history very well, Kohinoor is a fabulous introduction. If you do know the history, you might be like, okay, tell me a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, these are two very, very good writers. They have uh, research that you can trust, which is rare. Uh, they can also, they've also gone through a lot of materials that were previously unaccessible. So, uh, so read it. You will get a lot of trivia. City of stars. Are you shining just for me? City of stars There's so much that I can't see I have a question for you, Miss Sen. Yes. Did you ever want to be an actress? Wanted to be a singer. Okay. And a performer. So what I wanted kind? to be in a musical. In a Broadway musical, but also on film, I wouldn't have minded. But not in India. Where? <laughs> Hollywood and Broadway only. Hollywood and Broadway. So East Coast and West yeah. Coast. So basically you wanted what both, uh, what you wanted rather was a mix of Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling's yeah. aspirations in La La Land, which is uh, basically Emma Stone plays an aspiring actress. Mm. Ryan Gosling wants to own a jazz club and both of them perform he's also a brilliant pianist Hmm. so he wants jazz to be performed in its purest Hmm. richest sense and they're both down and out not getting anywhere Hmm. with their dreams when they meet they fall in love and because it's la la land as in la yeah uh this romance takes a beautiful turn until (gasps) i'm going to leave it at dot 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 but um, I, so La La Land is going to be releasing in theatres across uh, Delhi and the rest of the country this Friday. It's been released only in IMAX theatres till yeah, now yeah. across. I actually, th- I'm very glad that I did see it in IMAX mm. because there's, the cinematography is just so beautiful. And this is not 
I mean, anyone who's been to LA knows that this is not exactly what LA looks like. Hmm. Um, but that said, nobody said that this was real, right? Yeah, it exactly. It is a fantasy. And um, directed, it's directed by Damien Chazelle, who obviously has this deep-rooted love for jazz. His last film was Whiplash. Yeah, what um, a film that was. And like in that one, this is also about being madly and insanely committed to your art. And in the back of my head, while I was watching Ryan Gosling uh, essentially just make all of us fall in love yeah. with him while he woos Emma Stone, I was just thinking that maybe the character of the teacher in Whiplash was begins here. Oh. Because he is equally passionate passionate to the point of lunacy, practically. Which is like that Whiplash teacher. Yeah, except... And the student. And the student. So in La La Land, um, what you have is a love story. But the love story isn't only between two characters. It's with art and hmm. how you stay committed to art and how it challenges you and how you make your negotiations with it. Okay. It is, it is a little bit disappointing for me towards the end, but I don't want to give away why I found it disappointing because I think that's a journey that you need to take. Um, and I will more, watch it and see whether it was. The more romantic you are, I hmm. think, the more disappointing you'll find hmm. the end. The less fantasy you expect from life, the more satisfied you'll feel with the end. Um, it has one of the finest opening sequences I have seen on film. Reminded me of West Side Story's opening. Beautiful choreography, great music. You are guaranteed of a very, very good time. For it sure, is definitely say. worth a watch. Okay. And uh, yeah, you remember Gene Kelly and Ginger <gasps> Rogers. Yeah, so there's this, uh, even the poster is uh, sort of that moment, reminiscent of that. That moment where Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone are dancing with Los Angeles laid out behind them. Gold. And it's Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Who is delicious. <laughs> yes. All right, we're coming to the end of this week's show. Uh, we've given you a lot to think about, I think. Um, and this seems like a good time to point out that you've given us a lot to think about as well with all of the letters that you've been sending in. Thank you so much. Last week's winners, by the way, are Samit Turki, Akshay Shet, Yoganshu Jindal and Astha Kapoor. Thank you to everyone else who wrote in as well. And this week's question, ladies and gentlemen, because we were talking about the Kohinoor, hmm. I thought I would ask you a question about that. And here's my question. In the list of the biggest diamonds in the world, yeah. at what ranking does Kohinoor come? I know, but I won't give the answer. Because Thank you, because that would be a little <laughs> defeating, wouldn't it? Um, so yeah, so let us know in the rankings of diamonds by size, where does Kohinoor figure? Send your answers to contact at newslaundry.com. And remember, we've got some insanely cool merchandise, extremely comfortable t-shirts. Yes, I've bought some. They're very nice. They're too much fun. They're Even the mugs are very There nice. are mugs, there are coasters. So if you don't feel up to subscribing, buy our merchandise and uh, thus keep things like media independent and free. On that happy note, thank you, Miss Sen. Thank you, Miss Pal. It's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.